BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Saint Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. And we are at the end of the work week. Uh, 843. This is the 843rd time, time number 843, that I have started this show. Welcome. Thank you for being part of it. Thank you for supporting it. And on and on and on. Okay. Enough of the pleasantries. The show happens in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Thank you if you're watching on Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube for the Facebook, uh, YouTube, and uh, Twitter crowd. It's only going to be around for a little bit, and then I cut the cord and hope that you venture over to Twitch for the live stream. You don't have to enjoy the live stream. I would say 99% of the audience uh, gets the show via audio download at your leisure. Uh, wherever you download podcasts, just search Eric Zane Show. And off you go. All right. All right. Uh, on Big 101.3 today, from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m., filling in for the world-famous Ali Mack. Um, if you don't already know, this is achieved by something known as uh, voice tracking, which is basically I sit here, click a button, I hear the last five seconds of the song, and then I uh, I say, Big 101.3, the fun hits you know. Uh, here, here's Seals and Crofts, Summer Breeze. What other, gr- uh, other great oldie favorites I can play? Seals is dead, by the way. You're like, wait, who, what? Yeah, that's an oldies group, Seals and Crofts. Uh, Seals just croaked. Yeah, Rest in peace, Seals. James Seals. You're like, what, huh? How do you even know that? I don't know. I think it came across like, oh, yeah, we played that on big. Well, anyway, fill it in for Allie. And uh, she is at a surfing competition on Reed's Lake. 
which is ridiculous because Reed's Lake is a very small inland lake. There are no waves on Reed's Lake, practically. But um, everything I say on those voice tracks is always made up off of the top of my head. You know, um, I, I see it to be a, you know, kind of a waste to sit there and not at least try to do something that is somewhat entertaining. Whatever. Seems to work. They're keeping me around. I'm happy. Uh, big 101.3. On your dial, on your FM dial, or download the iHeart app. Because, you know, I'm done here at 10. And then, you know, I kind of like recharge to get ready to do the Patreon bonus podcast. I see Kevin Kuypers appears to be in love with Allie Mack. He just sent along the hard eyes. Well, listen, cutie patootie, you should, I think she's got like a significant other. So I, I think you might be in trouble on that one. I mean, but you know, that's, I mean, who knows you being the cutie patootie that you are, if you just made your presence known, she might drop whoever she's with like a hot rock because of your adorable little uh, uh, charms. Thank you, Boo. Boo has resubscribed for two months. Appreciate that. I think I just saw something about Kenny in Nashville resubscribed. I appreciate that, Kenny. Uh, Kenny in a brawl uh, last night, yesterday, uh, during the day, actually. If you missed the Patreon, um, I, you know, uh, Kenny said to me, uh, after this, he goes, fuck you for doing that, man. <laughs> it was terrible. It wasn't, uh, he wasn't really mad, but, uh, I knew, I knew that our beloved Kenny in Nashville and John Gismongo in, uh, in Jersey slash Philly had, um, that those two had been talking shit to each other and well, holy shit. Uh, I guess Kenny just subscribed for boo. That was nice of you. And so these guys got into a, a, a fucking war and they were screaming at each other and saying terrible things to each other. Uh, and then I found out about it. So I, I brought them in on the phone together. It was an ambush and, um, it was epic. It was, a, it was a fantastic fight to be a fly on the wall while these two uh, diabetic titans go at it. Um, I think between them, we've got like 800 pounds of beef, maybe more. And there was, all, they were actually, they were both insulting each other about being fat. And I was like, well, this is, you know, this is, uh, this is going to end in like a, a draw. So I don't know if you two want to go down the road of fat jokes because uh, the middle name for both of you, it begins with morbid and ends with obesity. So, you know, I think perhaps you're going to have to go at it uh, a little differently in order to make that happen. Kenny writes, I'm not diabetic. And yes, 300 pounds here. So 500 pounds there sounds about right. All right. 
it was uh, a spectacular time. You must check it out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. All right. Last night, um, as I mentioned, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast went off without a hitch. A um, couple times went off the rails. Uh, hard to put a finger on one specific thing, but it was all fun, and you must check that out. Part of a, a very, very successful, busy day on Patreon. Uh, after the show got done, though, here in Michigan... Um, well, the days don't even start getting shorter until, well, for like three, four days, then we're, we're at the official longest day of the year. And I, and I hate this point of the year. It's just like it six months prior in December, when the shortest day of the year happens, I start to get somewhat hopeful that the days are getting longer, even though technically that is the start of winter. Well, it isn't technical. That is the start of winter. But the days then start to get lo- uh, sh- uh, longer at that point. Um, we're very close to that point in the year when the days start getting shorter, the start of summer. But, you know, here, people are just firing up the lawnmowers at like 9 o'clock. And I'm not even kidding. And my neighbor Keith did that. I was outside and he goes, well, time to cut the lawn. I mean, he's got a good hour of daylight here. And uh, so, you know, that's the way it is in this, uh, in this area of, uh, of the country. So I'm like, well, I better get after my chores. And I have just had a major, major chore uh, drop in and, um, well, turn my life upside down. And I've got uh, eight days to get it done. And I don't have, um, well... I guess I have the means or the know how to do it. Um, but I'm just, I'm just doing it. What, what this is, is scraping the old paint off of the house. And I don't have a lot of, uh, wood on the house, but, um, in areas of trim, there's, um, uh, some pieces that are rotted because I never painted over them. And so the wood has deteriorated and, um, and the paint is flaking off. So, I wanted somebody to do that for me because I never have time. So, um, all right, Stefan Hyde, I talked about this on the Patreon, shows up yesterday, and you must hear it because it's fantastic. He basically said, this is not an easy job. You said this was an easy job. This is not a one-day job, and this is going to cost you an arm and a leg, like a ton of money. Like fifteen to $20,000. I go, you're fucking crazy. Well, I'm not paying that. This is bullshit. Um, he goes, well, then just for the cosmetic purposes of it, just put paint on it. Paint over the rot. Scrape the shit off. and pa- You've got to get this done for your wife. Paint rot. Rot paint. What was Anthony's band? Rot gut? Rot man? I think it was rot gut. Rock, rock, rot, rock. I don't know. Going electric chuck OJ. Um, so I started scraping and, uh, it's very satisfying to do that. I'll, I'll have to admit. And so I got a lot of that done last night. I got done with the podcast and was scraping and then a piece of the fucking paint flaked off and actually touched the white part of my eye. It's in my eye at this point. I'm like, Oh fuck. God, that was terrible. 
Um, but yeah, we're doing it. So then Jim calls up and he says, yeah, uh, mom called me. She says you need uh, help painting. I go, yeah. Can you get here right now? He goes, I, I, no. So I, I reached out to Steph and I go, hey, what about primer? He goes, fuck the primer. Just get the paint on there. All right. I'm doing that. And I've got, I'm on the clock. I mean, today, um, I don't have the, all the time in the world today. Tomorrow will be better. Uh, Sunday is out. Father's Day, by the way. Um, happy Father's Day early to all of you dads. We all know that, you know, Mother's Day in May, Father's Day in June. Um, on the calendar, you save the more important holiday, uh, you know, to be second. Father's Day is absolutely a uh, more prominent day on the calendar. Uh, more people celebrate Father's Day than they do Mother's Day. Um, because, well, fathers are more important than mothers. Uh, women don't really have it that difficult when it comes to parenting or being a, uh, a parent. You know, that's what I said twice. Um, we all know that um, if there were no mothers in the world, the children would be better off. I'm kidding. I'm kidding for fuck's sake. I can't even keep a straight face. Oh, it's just to piss you off. Um, so I don't know what, how the fuck did I get on that? Oh yeah. Because father's day, I can't, I'm going to see my dad, which I can't wait for. Uh, so the, yeah, that is, uh, fuck. This is daunting. And then once I get that done and Diana has a, she's hosting a party for a friend who's having her, um, her daughter's graduation party at our house. So that's very nice. Now, even if there was time and if, even if I had the money, I would not pay 15 to $20,000 to replace the trim. And not every piece of wood is destroyed, but now either Stefan is the worst person at uh, to give an estimate or, or uh, um, suggested costs. He's just 1 million percent off, okay? Or, you know, who knows? Um, but I, he's been doing this for a long time. He said, yeah, the costs are through the roof, eh? Um, he said, well, some people just cut the bottom, the uh, rotted piece of trim off and then just put a piece of wood on and there's a seam there. And I go, well, what's wrong with that? He goes, well, because there's a seam there. It looks ghetto. I go, well, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do that. I am, I am absolutely, that is what I'm going to do. So I've already shopped online for a, uh, uh, what's called a multi-tool. That's the one you have to cut into the wood with, I guess. I, I've seen those. But I'm going to get a multi-tool, cut the rotted piece out, and uh, put the new piece in. Absolutely, I'm doing that. I'm not going to spend that much money. Fuck that. No way. 
I mean, it's not like a, if I ever sell the house, someone's going to, well, the house looks great. Oh, now, wait a minute. What is this? A seam? That's it. I'm not buying the house. Um, try not to keep an eye on the markets today. It might be another disaster day for your money. So if you have a 401k or you send money to an investor, you invest your money. Do not look at how it's performing. It's not. You're getting your ass handed to you. We're halfway into the year and it's a shit show. Okay. So all I can tell you is try not to look at all of that money that you've saved up. It will come back. Leave it alone. Don't worry about it. When you stop hearing news about the impending uh, potential recession, then you'll know it's turned around. Do not pay attention to what is happening because it's ugly. No question. Absolute bloodbath. Last night, the Golden State Warriors... Uh, They won the NBA championship. That is the fourth time in eight years that they've done so. After the game, Clay Thompson, who there's a dude, a YouTuber who just did something hysterical. The YouTuber happens to be tall and looks generally like Clay Thompson. He put on like a Warriors uh, um, fucking jersey and walked into the arena. And they go, hey, Clay, how you doing? Good luck tonight. He goes, yeah, thanks. And he's got his uh, his, you know, his buddy with a hidden camera following him. And he just, you know, it's like the middle of the day. And uh, he's like eating food and hospitality. And then he wanders over to the basketball court and starts... Uh, uh, taking shots. He's he's warming up for the big game. It's absolutely great. And people are stopping him saying, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? Like uh, various workers in the uh, in the arena. And he's like, sure, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Hey, yeah. And he's just, he's signing autographs. He's out in front of the... Um, of the arena and fans uh, are, are, are stopping the car. He looks that much like Clay Thompson for the Warriors. And then finally a cop walks up and he goes, Hey, I have a feeling you're not Clay Thompson. He goes, no, I'm not. And he goes, well, why did you go in there? He goes, well, I just, no one stopped me. I just, I didn't, I just walked in and that was it. And they go, yeah, they're, they're pretty upset by that. And this YouTuber, he's uh he's also a season ticket holder which is a lot of money. I think this YouTuber is pretty prominent. He has a lot of, he was driving a very nice vehicle at the time. And, and so then, um, someone from the arena comes out and says, yeah, um, you can't come back into the arena ever again. He goes, well, you know, I've, I'm a season ticket holder. Can I come in with a ticket? They go, well, yeah, maybe you can come in with a ticket. And then time passes. They ended up sending this guy a, uh, a letter like a certified letter. It says you are banned from the arena forever. You are not. And it was like, well, the fuck, come on. There's no harm in that. 
I bring that up because Clay Thompson uh, spoke after the game. And um, he's kind of, uh, what, what do they say? Keeping receipts. Because there was um, a player for the Memphis Grizzlies that uh, made some crack about him during the regular season. And he didn't like that. And so during the press conference when he's, he's just won the NBA championship uh, for the fourth time. And he, he brings up um, whoever the hell said this. So whoever uh, on the Grizzlies, um, Jaron Jackson is the guy. So they're saying, so Clay, how does it feel to win the NBA title for the fourth time? And he's like, Feels good. Hey, I want to talk about that uh, tweet. Uh, one tweet Jaron Jackson made it during the regular season. He's like been hanging on to this for this long. Check it out. And strength in numbers is alive and well. <laughs> I can't wait. There was this one player on the Grizzlies who tweeted strength in numbers after they beat us in the regular season, and it pissed me off so much. I can't wait to retweet that thing. Freaking bum. That, I had to watch that. I'm just like, this freaking clown. Okay. I think Clay Thompson is one of those white black guys. Do you, do you know anybody like that whose their skin is is like lighter than mine? But I think he's a black guy. Okay, okay, sorry, that memory just popped up. I'm gonna mock us like you ain't ever been there before, bro. We've been there. We know what it takes. So to be here again, hold that. <laughs> do a last Jesus. couple for Clay. So then the 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 um, moderator for. The Warriors is like, okay, uh, we're moving on. No problem, okay? Nothing to see here. And he, he continues. Mark Spears, back right. Twitter fingers. Can you believe it? <laughs> Mark in the back right. Uh, She's like, enough, enough. Um, I got a memory like an elephant. I don't forget. <laughs> and there was a lot of people kicking us when we were down. Uh, Where do we eat breakfast when I interview you for the first time? Well, at this point, nobody cares. Oh, Man, I forgot, but it was right by Broadway. I forgot the name, but I remember it was downtown Oakland. And I don't think you could guess I'd be here for a fourth time, Mark. You'd probably be like, heck no. What? To be here again? This is incredible. Okay. It's all very strange. All right. So he's hanging on to that. I got a memory like an elephant. You only say, I got a memory like an elephant. Uh, you only announce that you've kept the receipts if you've actually been successful at getting the redemption that you want. Okay. So like from my own perspective, if I, um, wanted into a radio station and became the number one show in Grand Rapids and they had a press conference, I would say, I tell you what, man, I keep receipts, man. I remember the time I got cast out by every radio station in town. And now here I am. Number one, I keep receipts. I got a memory like an elephant. I remember Jersey numbers, man. That's what you do. So to that, all those bums that threw me out. How you like me now? <laughs> but if I go and uh, the radio station, this actually happened. 
you, you then, you know, get a radio job and then no one listens to it, listens to your radio show. You don't hold a press conference and say, yeah, man, we're in 14th place. I got a long memory. I got kept receipts and I'm just here to say that I'm proud to be shitty. I am proud to have the least listened to radio show in all of the community. Or you, or you make up excuses about why no one's listening. Well, we didn't get any billboards from management. It's their fault. And, uh, it was a poor sample size from Nielsen. I keep receipts. You know, you don't do any of that shit. Just keep your mouth shut and pretend nothing happened. You know, but, uh, he obviously that uh, he's won. So now he's going to rub everybody's nose in it. All right. Great. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, the warriors, they, I didn't know this, but uh, I mean, I, I did follow it long enough to know that it's the fourth title in eight years, uh, from those guys. And, um, looking at, uh, recent history, they won the first title in uh, the 14-15 season. And uh, then they lost in the finals the next year. 15-16. And then 16-17, they won the finals. And then 17-18, they won the finals. And then 18-19, they lost the finals. So in five years... They've been to the finals every freaking year. That's incredible. And won three of them. But that's not the most impressive thing here. Because I don't know how it happened. But after they lost the finals in 1819, in 1920, it was a 65-game season. And they only won 15 games. That's the worst record in the entire league. I think that might be a more impressive thing than winning four titles in eight years to have that much of a collapse. They had won 57 games the previous year. And then this year they won, or, and then that, that next year, they only won 15 fucking games. My God. Worst record in the league. And so everybody's like, ah, it's over, it's over. And then for them to then come back the following year, 2021, they win 39 games, lose 33. And uh, I don't even think they went to the playoffs that year. So they had, a, they had the real terrible year, better but not good. And then this year, they fucking blow up. By the way, Steph Curry, I think, was the MVP of this most recent one. Did you know that um, his dad is uh, is Del Curry, who had a long career in the NBA? And uh, and and you may know that, you may not. It doesn't matter. But um, the point of this is um, he, it, him, and his wife, Del Curry. He's an older guy. Him and his wife split up last few years after years of wedded bliss and um she 
hooked up with some dude. I think there may have been something a little funny, a little bit of funny business going on there. Dell's ex is now with some dude and some dude's ex is now with Dell. They just, they swapped. I think, isn't that what's going on? Dell Curry wife swap. Uh, according to an article in uh, Barstool. Dell and Sonia Curry really out trading ex-spouses. Yeah, I think that that is the case. There still isn't much news surrounding the whole wife swap scenario, but what it looks like right now is the guy who's been identified as former college and professional football tight end Steven Johnson a good friend of Del Curry since his Virginia days. Steven swooped in when the opportunity presented itself, 35 years of waiting for Del Curry to get hit by a bus so Sonia could be his, except that Del didn't need to get hit by anything. He and Sonia divorced last year. Del and Sonia decided to call it quits after 30-plus years of marriage. Both alleged extramarital affairs. Sonia, in filing for divorce, cited Dell's marital misconduct as the reason behind the separation. Dell then submitted his own filing saying, oh, yeah, she did the same thing. Steven, no doubt, was there to console Sonia to be the shoulder she needed to cry on. No doubt telling Dell he had his back and was putting in good words for him the whole time when Dell found out Steve was actually dating his, uh, his wife, his, ex, his ex-wife. The gloves were off. He obviously then hit up Steve's ex-wife and told her what was going on. The two probably had a few scotch and Chardonnay nights down at the Gold Dust Bar in Fisherman's Wharf. One thing led to another. What started out as simple revenge sex seems to have turned into a full-on relationship or just one built on spite. (laughs) Oh, no. Another reason why this victory by the Warriors is incredible. Uh, uh, what's his name? The, the son, what's the son, uh, the son's name who can shoot it. Steph. That's it. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Poor Boston fans. Hey, hey, Eric, this is uh, Jimmy and me. Yeah. Jimmy. How are you? Well, just kind of bummed, you know, I mean, uh, first the Bruins and now, uh, we got, uh, the Celtics are out there, uh, you know, I'm uh, kind of bummed out about that. I got monkey butt. Sorry, Jimmy. All right. So that's what's up. That's what's going on since the last time we met. Now, as you uh, as you watch the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm about to kick you out. It's time for you to leave. You you know, but um, I I do this so that you know that the rest of the show, if you had followed me on Twitch, which is the easiest process in the world. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and hit follow. When I started, you could have just clicked on that. You wouldn't have this awkward interruption of the show. So that's what I want you to do is, uh, is, is, you know, that's a, uh, uh, doesn't cost you a dime to follow me and get the show on Twitch. I'm trying to get as many of you on, uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to watch the show on Twitch. 
twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. So if this is the only way you consume the show, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, that's what you got to do. As always, as always, you can download the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts. Please subscribe to the audio uh, podcast. It'll show up in your inbox or show up in your downloads every inbox every single day. There you go. Okay. That is the end of that. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you very much. Oh, man. Sorry, I just saw a news story I got to cover. Just popped up. Breaking news. Hold on a second. Of course, I did not, period. I will do that today, period. Ha, ha, ha. Um, Twitter brought to you by my friends at Blue Frost IT. And then, of course, the almighty YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. If you ever need to reach me, Shoreline or Strifing Inbox, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Your words, your support appreciated. Uh, again, I will, uh, I just want to touch on this. Uh, I think I'm, uh, after, um, last couple of days, I, I stopped down and said, Hey, I, I'm having difficulty interacting with you on the comments and, um, in an effort to keep the show going, the momentum, because again, 99% of the audience, uh, doesn't get the show live, uh, kind of a backing off of interacting with you personally, but I'm going to try my best. Uh, I tell you what, I, if I see it and I don't have to search for it and it's absolutely poignant and perfect, I will, I will absolutely, why wouldn't I, uh, engage that and reference it. It, it makes it more fun. So this is almost like walking back what I said earlier, but I didn't want you to think that I would deliberately, um, shut you down or anything like that. I don't want to do anything to offend any of you, uh, do my best. But again, being a one man show, it, it does become a little bit of a chore, but, uh, I, if, if I see something that, cause I can't see it right now. Um, if I do see it, it will just pop up for an instant and flash off, but I don't have the list of comments in front of me. I see some of them, but not a lot of them. See, Dirty Donut Race is in the house. And I have something to share with you from my friend um, over at uh, Dirty Donut Race. You're like, what the hell is that? Well, that would be um, my pal Dan Frazier. Dan and I, he made me the voice of the Dirty Donut Race. Okay. And I just got this in the mail. 2022 Dirty Donut Partner. If you don't know, it's a gravel bike race. Uh, fantastic. You must check it out next year if you're into riding. 2022 Dirty Donut Partner. Thank you. And he sent along this jersey. Holy shit. So you see Dirty Donut Race on the front. And then on the back, he's got all of his sponsors. And right in the middle, look at that, your old pal Eric Zane. So this needs to be put on right now. 
So you're going to see some tits. Okay. I should just do my show like this. Hey, I got a farmer tan. Titties, ass, and titties. Ass, ass, and titties. Oh, yeah. Fits nice. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate that, buddy. You're a good man. The open and the live stream of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. A beacon of DIY awesomeness in the north. I'm I'm sorry. What is wrong with me? I'm combining sponsors. I'm combining Baldwin with Irvine's. What an embarrassment. Let me start over. I hope you don't mind. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Repairing vehicles in and around West Michigan. Bang on their door. Irvine's Auto Repair. E.R. Vines. Irvine's Auto Repair early bird drop off uh you can also uh, pick it up after hours they have a free loaner car program they're absolutely the most advanced technologically academically uh continued training for their techs okay when the dealerships get in the weeds they call upon irvines and that is no lie Don't just take my word for it. Go look at all of the amazing Google reviews. I'm going to give you a five-star review for that one. (laughs) Thank you to Irvine. Joe Martinez just sent me a uh, a nice nice note. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. So I wanted to share this with you. Um, he wrote, I forgot to mention this the other day when I talked to you, time has flown by. Exactly one week ago, June 10th, that was the six year anniversary of this post. Joe wrote on June 10th, 2016. Usually don't put a uh, post, damn it. Usually don't post too much on here. But thought I would share this at this point in my life. Today is the last day that I work for an employer. I started on a quest to get my business going. It's been a dream for a while. Yes, I'm nervous. But at the same time, I know and have faith in the Almighty to supply the daily, monthly, yearly needs. God has set a dream in which of us to follow and be a Moses or a Joseph. And after today, when I leave work, I will pursue that dream. That inclining in my heart, for I have bigger things in store for you. And I believe those words. So there you go. Uh, he, 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 did it, man. That is uh that is a real leap of faith, you know. I wrote, wow, this is fantastic. Well done. He said, thanks. Part of it is because of you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. What you have helped me. I said, Well, the pleasure is all mine. Thanks for believing in me. And I, you know, uh honestly, it's uh it's a perfect example. 
of, I mean, here we are doing the stupid show and my God, uh, you, the audience, I, I pass that along to you. Thank you for, um, when you needed his services, reaching out to him and make him, making him, um, in, in this spot where he is and this thing's grown now and he's got his kids, he's got his whole family working for him. It was just him. And now it's just, it's taken off. So fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. And I, and I, you know, just because I mentioned a and E heating and cooling. Um, yeah, it just, it just, it's a amazing relationship between the sponsors, the show and, um, and you, the audience, I, Thank you. I thank you all for that, for helping him because that helps me, you know? Now, if we could just get you all to buy Amsoil products, I mean, poor Jason Mays. I mean, it's like story after story, success story after success story. And this poor son of a bitch, all he wants to do is peddle some oil. And, uh, you know, I, I think, He's sold uh, one 80-cent filter since he started marketing on the show. We can now say officially that marketing on the Eric Zane Show podcast works 99 out of 100 times. The one time that it does not work is is poor Jason Mays. Um. I, I, that is, that is, uh, uh, Andrea, I, I know I'm, I'm being silly. It says that's BS. We buy our oil from him. Well, you're, you, Andrea is the one, you are the one, the one person that, that, that buys it. Poor guy has been like, why, how come everybody else can, they're having, making their dreams come true and my oil dreams aren't coming true. <laughs> Jason. Jason, let's let's bring you in, and uh, maybe you can shed some light on a, you know, on this. I'm in kind of a uh, loosey goosey mood today. Jason's uh, just a, a riot. He's a really funny dude. Your call has been forwarded oh, to an oh, Shut down. Well, anyway. Um, all right, so A&E Heating and Cooling. Call them up, 616-516-8579 for anything at all. Just remember, A and E. Heating and Cooling. And it's like A and then an ampersand, E. Or whatever. If you forget this, reach out to me. Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. Uh, if you need any information during during these tough times, these tough economic times. Um, and that, th- this is like, you know, not even a joke. If you do experience some type of hardship and the specter about is looming about... Uh, food you can apply and you will be granted uh, everything you need in the WIC program to feed you and your family 
uh, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. You pay your whole life into supporting these type of endeavors for those who cannot um, cover the cost of food. Okay. That's why we pay taxes. Um, while you wait for your next opportunity or next uh, thing to help you get off of uh, whatever struggles that you're having, um, don't, um, well, basically don't um, get into a spot where you can't feed your kids. The WIC program is absolutely absolutely paramount and this applies no matter where you are in the united states that is available for you your local county will be able to direct you on how you need to apply for that exact thing june is hiv awareness month if you are in need of a test i know that sounds weird hey you think you got hiv but it's true um you knowing this information is very important because it might not be someone like for you but if someone you know it's like, well, where do I begin? I, I may have been exposed to HIV. Well, what you do is you go to accesskent.com slash health, click on personal health services, and they will steer you in the right direction about how you can get tested right away. Nowadays, HIV is not a death sentence like it used to be. Um, think Dallas Buyers Club. But, uh, you know, so the key, though, is to get that determined whether or not you have it. Okay. Kent uh, County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. Well, okay. Are you ready to get your mind melted once again? I have determined that this website that I get these from, they just show up in my inbox and then I'm like, holy shit, I can use this. This is absolutely celestial excitement. I've melted your mind four times. From the website Cora.com, and I did figure out how to pronounce it, and they spell it Q-U-O-R-A, Cora. And what it is is people ask questions, and then um, experts list their credentials, and then they um, explain their knowledge, explain uh, what, well, they answer the question. Answer the question! Someone asked the planet Jupiter is made of gas with no solid surface. Now, some of you may not have known that, um, which is remarkable to me. It's gas. And so right away, my first question is, well, can you just fly right through it? No. This person continues. Would we keep falling to the center if we happen to fall into Jupiter. Great question. It's going to it's going to melt your mind. The answer. So and so, who's an expert at whatever, uh wrote, "No. It's more complicated than that. Let's take a 200-pound you falling into Jupiter's atmosphere. The gravity on Jupiter is 2.4 times that of Earth's. So, okay. We take um, the 1,000 pounds of, okay, if John Jamingo and Kenny are having butt sex, you have 1,000 pounds of man. 
So that would be 2,400 pounds. All right. You would shed 2.4 times as much energy on re-entry into Jupiter's atmosphere as on Earth. That would make a nice fireball when it got a few miles into the atmosphere. Hell, yeah, that would be a large fireball. That would probably destroy Jupiter, uh, Comet Jamingo Hinson. This person uh, continues, though. But uh, let's just say you survive so that we have something left to discuss. As Kenny and John get into the atmosphere, both the temperature and pressure increase with depth. As the pressure and temperature increase on John and Kenny, the atmosphere compresses, so the density would increase too. When you get several thousand miles down into the atmosphere, because it's way bigger than the Earth, the atmosphere would eventually reach the same density as your body. And let's be honest, the density of John and Kennedy is, or John and Kenny is, 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 well, it's quite dense. Because the density of the atmosphere would match your body, you would stop falling and start moving back up. What? You would then get stuck. You'd float on atmosphere, squeezed into the consistency of syrup. So basically, Kenny and John are making their own gravy of anger sex, 1,000 pounds, and then their atmosphere around them becomes also, well, basically just like them. They're in this syrup. At this temperature and pressure, even our scenario of Kenny and John's survivability breaks down, and the carbon in John and Kenny's bodies would be squeezed into diamonds. So basically, a portion of your body would turn into diamonds. Well, carbon is most of your body. Diamonds are more dense than the human body, so they would continue to fall. So now there's a good portion of John and Kenny that doesn't exist. It's been separated. Over time, many rocks and asteroids and comets have fallen into Jupiter's gravitational grip. These would have formed into a ball at the center, but it is a ball with all the properties of a metallic gas most likely this gas is graded by density of the elements within it and the vaporized carbon from your diamonds would float near the surface of this ball. Around the ball is a cloud of metallic hydrogen, which is electrically conductive and most likely generates, generates Jupiter's magnetic field. And you'd still be many miles from the center. So that is what would happen to, uh, to uh, Comet Jamingo Hinson as it approached jupiter consider your mind melted you're welcome it's about this time that i had scheduled trigger time with rick from tc paintball and i know all of you love that i know linda is a huge fan but 
By the way, he sent me a text. Hey, man, how's the feedback on my content? I'm not, how's the feedback on my segment? It's like, eh. Nobody said a word, which actually is good. You know, you you fit right in. You know? Um, typically, on this show, if there's anything that I do different, anything, it is oftentimes met with, that's it, I'm out. I am out. Nope, nope, fuck him. Fuck him. Nope, I've been by his side for years. And, um, you know, he moved Mother Mary. So I am no longer going to listen. I did not get that with Rick. Probably because he's been on before. I remember when I brought Kyle from Dumpster Divers on. Oh, my God. The blowback was... Hang on. (coughs) Oh. Oh, my God. The blowback was intense when I put Kyle from Dumpster Divers on. What the fuck is this? What is... What the fuck is going on here? Everybody's a critic, and I'm like, shut up. Shut the fuck up for a minute. Would you just leave me the fuck alone and let me take care of my business? Trust me. I know talent when I see it. You're going to love this guy if you just fucking relax. You'll get used to it. Okay, it's awesome. He's going to be great. I know a star when I see one. He's a fucking star. And now look at him. You love the guy. Didn't I tell you? Jesus. Well, that did not happen with Rick. Why isn't he here today? Well, he's playing paintball. He is in Philadelphia for some type of paintball event. And he reached out to me. He goes, got some bad news here. You what is it? We're going to have to record early for my, for my segment. I go, uh, nah, don't worry about it. What do you mean? Eh, don't worry about it. I mean, we only got one week in the books. Let's just kick it down the road. We'll, we'll punt. I'll cover for you. You do it next week. Trigger time with Rick from TC Paintball. It's very outspoken. Okay, he has strong opinions, and he does a good job explaining himself, though he's usually wrong. Okay? Uh, he's a total dipshit. All right? And, and he knows that. Um, so, Rick, next week, will be here. I love Rick. The uh, 26th is the uh, next edition of uh, Paintball War number 19. Looking forward to that. Should be good. If you want to uh, join me, make sure you reach out. I think I got about the last count. Um, Let's see. Kuipers, Tyler, Terry. Uh, Terry counts for three. Mitch plus three. Gabe plus three. Still working on a few more. It, uh, Mays may be there. 
reach out, eric at ericzaneshow.com. All right, where the hell am I? This is just, okay, this is insane. Um, I was shocked by this story. Let me read you a headline. It's going to piss you off. Louisiana woman raped at 16 ordered to pay uh, alleged attacker it's her attacker child support. The article keeps saying alleged. I think they just don't want to get sued. The rapist has also been awarded full custody of the child that he fathered. What the fuck? I would say, you know how they say, ah, yes, the gears of justice turn slowly and the system works. I would argue the system does not work in this particular case, that the system is absolutely broken. Krista Abelseth has been ordered to pay child support to a man twice her age who she was raped by at the age of 16. And the abuser has full custody. This is fucking bonkers. In 05, the now 32-year-old lady met John Barnes after a night out at a local restaurant with friends in the city of Hammond, Louisiana. He offered to give her a ride home. That's weird. Uh, Instead of bringing me home, he brought me to his house. Once inside, he raped me on his living room couch, she said to a TV news station in Louisiana, an ABC uh, affiliate. Everyone assumed the pregnancy was from a boyfriend, and I let them believe that. She delivered a healthy baby girl. The rapist learned about the delivery in 2011. Woman says, when my daughter was five, he found out about her. And once he found out about her, he pursued custody and wanted to take her away from me, she said. And they granted him 50-50 custody, despite the fact that the kid was caused by rape. The court order DNA test confirmed he's the father. Because the child, the child's father was 30 at the time of conception and Abel Seth was only 16, it was an illegal sexual act, obviously. In July of 2015, Abel Seth pressed charges with the local sheriff's office for simple rape. When asked why she did not file sooner, I always hate that. Why didn't you file sooner? Yeah, how come now? Who do you think you are? What are you doing? It's your own fault. Such shit. When asked why she did not file sooner, she stated that she did not know the law at the time. 16 years old. She's a fucking kid. Not to mention the, um, it's just, it's just, I mean, God knows what the fuck is going through your mind. She said, I thought if I didn't do it the next day, There was nothing I could do about it, she said. 
I went to a trauma counselor and he said, no, 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 no. You have 30 years after you turn 18. My God, she's like, holy shit. The woman claims that once the report was filed in 2015, nothing was ever done. What? The case remains open. He was awarded full custody. According to WBRZ's investigative unit, Barnes allegedly owns a local... Here you go. This is the snake in the grass. According to WBRZ, the TV investigative reporters, um, Barnes, the dad, owns a local web company called Gumbo Digital Branding. And the website shows the local police department as a client Oh, no. Uh, Gumbo is a very uh, French spelling, G-U-M-B-E-A-U-X. I think we need to look it up here. G-U-M-B-E-A-U-X. Gumbo Digital Branding. phone number somewhere right let's see here gumbo gumbo digital branding phone number john barnes owner might have something here This is a struggle. Might have to come back to this. Damn it. I want this phone number right now. Uh, Boy, he deleted his LinkedIn. Hmm. This is the woman here. This is the uh, lady who's talking right now. She's like, hell yeah, he raped me. This is fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> John Barnes of Gumbo Digital Branding is a child rapist. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be a little bit tough to uh, track this guy down. Free quote, maybe? Please excuse us while we are rebuilding our website. I think he's going dark. I think this guy is smart enough to go dark. Support at gumbo.digital. All right. All right. So unsuccessful here in trying to reach the guy. Maybe down the road. What a crock of shit. My God. Absolutely horrible. Uh, got my music back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to uh, Pellerito and thank you to um, uh, Jason for sending along some audio that I, I you know, honestly, I could have used this yesterday. In theory, I have it. Maybe I don't. Hang on. I think I can get this. Bear with me. Come on. Oh, no. Oh, wait a minute. There it is. Ah. Maybe. 
He's Benny the Wonder Dog, Benny the Wonder Dog, Benny the One-Eyed Wonder Dog, Benny the One-Eyed Dog, Benny the One-Eyed Dog, Benny the One-Eyed Wonder Dog. Don't you want him? Don't you want him? Hey, you know what, though? Stupid fucking hippie. Take a shower, hippie. Smell a shit, hippie. Dirty fucking hippie. Uh, uh, Dan says, how about Ladybug Picnic? No, I don't. I got a fucking YouTube ticket last time I did that. I don't want to do it. But uh, thank you guys because I lost it and I, I could not find the audio. Thank God you guys take care of this shit better than I do. All right. Bennett flooring installation, 616-318-0167. You need flooring installed. That's where you go. Uh, That's who you call, I should say. In West Michigan, Bennett flooring installation, 616-318-0167. Okay. While I'm at it, Johnson carpet one floor and home. That's where you buy the flooring, the discount outlet. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. They are awesome, okay? You go there. They are in uh, downtown, beautiful downtown Granville, which really there's not a whole lot to downtown Granville. But uh, nevertheless, you go there right behind the Little Caesars on the north side of the street, and uh, yeah, you're in business. Thank you very much to my friends over at uh, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. You are seriously going to save a ton of cash. You march in there and you say, hey, Eric Zane sent me, and they're going to knock 10% off of the price on the uh, already remarkably cheap flooring. And this isn't like a bunch of shit brands or anything like that. This is good stuff. And you're seriously, absolutely fantastic. They buy it all in bulk, okay, so that they get it remarkably cheaper. And that's how they do it, okay? All right. Mention my name, and you are in business. Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Thank you so much. If you are in need of a mortgage... Kind of a crazy business these days, but you can still get a mortgage. It's just the interest rate's got to be more than you uh, would have wanted in the past. That's the way it's happening. Uh, you can still get a pretty good rate. It isn't like Jimmy Carter's in the White House. But uh, 231-332-6505. You can also get money out of your home if you need to pay off some bills, whatnot, if that is in your future. 231-332-6505. No matter where you are in the U.S., with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, South Carolina, and Maine. All right. Thank you very much to them. Hey, I have a, a client that you might hear in the on the audio podcast that you don't get here on um, on the video, and uh, it's a fitness app that you might want to try, and you can try it for free. If um, it's called Fitbod, so what you do is you download the Fitbod app, and um, from there. Um, it's, wow, I'm telling you, it's a great, great app that I want you to try out. So if you're listening to the audio podcast, all of the details are in there. 
uh, about the FitBot app and how you can try the thing out for free. All right. And this is the type of thing where on the app, um, you have, you, you establish your profile and say, Hey, uh, I work out at home and this is my equipment. You enter that in and then it then tailors the workout based on your equipment. Okay. And in some cases people don't have any equipment and they're just doing body weight exercises. They figured out a way to give you an unbelievably lung burning, uh, uh, heart searing exercise regimen that builds you strength, endurance, and stamina like you wouldn't believe. And if you want to get bigger, you, you're going to get a workout to get you bigger. If you want to get more lean, you're going to do a workout that makes you more lean. It's awesome, and you're going to love it. So I just wanted to throw that in there because um, if you use my name there on the sign-up when you download the app, it's all in the audio podcast. I'll have more details next time I talk about it. I'm not really prepared to talk about it right now. Um, it's... My God, it is really, really fantastic. I've tried it myself. And uh, you're going to work. There's no question. And uh, you put into it what you can, and you will get out of it uh, plenty, plenty. I'm telling you, it is absolutely great. Okay. The word on the street is, tonight, I have given in, and I am going to finally, and I, I, I know I'm going to regret this, I know I'm going to regret this um, because I'm really hard on films. I am just, I, I do not, I very rarely like what the world likes. Too often when everyone is saying, you got to see this, you got to see this. And then I finally go see it or maybe watch a show and it sucks shit. And then I tell you about it and then everybody gets pissed off at me. And, and, uh, and says that they're never going to listen to me again. And uh, I didn't sign up for this. Fuck him. I'm going to go listen to the radio. And that is Top Gun Maverick. I'm going to go see Top Gun Maverick tonight. Early bird special. 615 movie. And uh, yeah, it's going to be Eric, Diana, Jackie, um, uh, Justin going to see Top Gun Maverick. This film is going to be shit. I think I want to bring in Stu McAllister because I think he's kind of like, uh, Oh, Jack, he says, we might have to go to a different theater. Everything's sold out. Holy fuck. Absolutely, period. Nobody wants the first two rows. We're making plans right now, and all the assholes in the world are falling for this shit and going to see this shitty movie. And I can't even, we can't even get tickets. It's hours before the film starts. We can't even get tickets because all you dicks are falling for the hype on this shit show. I know it's going to suck. I know it is. I know a lot of you have seen it. And I don't I don't trust any one of you. All right. Hey, Stu. Stu Stu, are you there? 
I heard you, but now I don't hear you. Stu, Stu? Stu! The fuck are you doing? I think he just crashed or something. Hey, you're not dead, are you? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Hey, I'm on the podcast right now. I had a question for you. Hey, there. I can't. Uh, I'm, lo- I'm losing you, dude. I'm in the boonies. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Can I call you back? Well, just answer this question. Is Top, okay. is top Gun shit? Uh, the first movie was shit, yes. How about the 100%. How about the second one? I haven't seen it. Everybody says it's great, but they're also the same people who like the first one, so I'm going to say it's shit. I, I'm with you. I think they're all cocksuckers. Huge fucking cocksuckers. Fuck those guys. Yeah. All right, thanks, Stu. All right, see you later, man. Have a good day. You too. Yeah, you see, you all can fuck off. There's no way in hell this is a good movie. I am going into this uh, with the lowest of expectations. And let me just tell you, I have never seen more stories of, well, I was wrong about that one. That was great. Oh, man. Jason Mays. Wow, that was an incredibly uh, uh, inspiring movie. I want to join the Air Force or the uh, the Marines now or the Navy. I think you said that's what it was, Navy. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, I cannot figure out any scenario that um, I can't wrap my mind around anything that would even be plausibly enjoyable. Okay. These type, I, I don't I don't know a thing about the film. Nothing. I don't know who the enemy is. I don't know. I don't ha- I haven't heard any spoilers or anything like that. Um, I know the first one was just a cheese fest. And the only reason why you dicks like this movie, the first one, was because of uh, it was, you know, who you wanted to be. You wanted to be tan and ripped and young playing volleyball, having sex with Kelly McGinnis. That's why you men like the movie, uh, the first one. And you wanted to be cool like Goose and uh, Iceman. Is that, was that, was that the name? Goose, Iceman, Iceman and Maverick or Ice Guy or... I don't know. And one of those fucking idiots died. And then uh, this is what I remember about that movie. Maverick rides a motorcycle, wears a bomber jacket, creates a fashion, becomes a fashion icon. He uh, has sex with Kelly McGinnis. And then he's behind the bar throwing bottles. And then... uh, him and his uh, his gay Navy lovers sing at a bar. They, they sing like Walking on Sunshine or some other popular song from the 80s. Time of my life. I don't know. Stand by me to Kelly. And then she gets gushy. And then they have sex. All of the Navy guys have sex with Kelly McGinnis. 
while flying. Some of this might be mixed up. And then uh, the Russians invade America. And then one of the assholes flies upside down and gives the Russian guy the finger. And then you hear this stupid music that everybody thought was the greatest song in the world. And then uh, one of the idiots dies somehow. Who knows? And then Maverick goes flying by the tower and the idiot admiral spills his coffee. And then that's it. And then he rides away in the mic on the motorcycle. Horrible. Oh, in between all that, there's a tan <coughs> uh, volleyball scene. Now, it's not like that, this new movie. There's no way. I mean, uh, the, the sensibilities of people's um, consumption have, uh, you know, their, their wits have changed in how they watch movies, so they, that, would never, that would never work. So um, I guess there's a possibility that this could um, be good. And blow me away. And then I would be here. And I'm like, you know what? They they did it. They actually made a great movie. Jacqueline says to me, do I need to see the first one? I go, no, don't. Don't do it. Um, first of all, if Justin watches it, he is going to turn into a homosexual. And then he's not going to marry you. So don't do that. Do not watch this film. That first one. It's absolute shit. She goes, well... How do you know I don't need to see that one? I go, I don't, but it's not. It, you're, you're actually risking your life because you're gonna, after you watch that first one, you're going to want to drive into a bridge and kill yourself. It's that bad. Hey, that's a suicide joke. That's not funny. <laughs> Shut up. So I don't care what any of you say to me this movie is going to be shit and i know a lot of you're like it's great it's so awesome (laughs) no 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 aram says some references won't make sense without seeing the first one Kyle says, where's all the suicide jokes today? Thought today was going to be all suicide jokes. Uh, that was a joke. Kenny's, uh, he focused on the start of his war with Jizmongo was based on a suicide joke. That might have been one of the dumbest fights that I have ever witnessed in my life. It was so entertaining, though, to hear those ding-dongs Go at it like that. There's the uh, idea being floated that I have bad taste in movies. No. And, you know, let me tell you this. I love Tom Cruise films, except those 80s shitbag ones. Uh, there's one where he's like a hitman, um, and he's got like really gray hair in it. Oh, I forgot what that's called. Driver? No, I don't know. Tom Cruise is a hitman. Which one was that? Tom Cruise hitman movie. Collateral. That was the one. Collateral. Holy shit. And then the one where he's um he keeps 
repeating over and over what's going on in this war with these this alien race. That was that was sweet. Uh, the Mission Impossible films were uh, I didn't really get into those, but I think that they're fantastic. So we'll see. Today's the day that I'm finally going to relent and see this thing. I see these suggestions. Groundhog Day, War of the Worlds. You can all shut the fuck up. Incorrect. Not going to trick me. A-holes. All right. I posted another edition of the Insane Asylum yesterday on Patreon. Uh, I have now, I have moved on from Adam's oddity. Uh, Adam um, is part of this uh, a group of zaniacs who, um, well, it, it's added to the pile of, uh, I should say, of dissatisfied customers. Adam is no longer featured on Adam's oddity. He has quit the show because of my, hey, no more song lyrics. That was very hurtful to him. And I, I hurt him. And he's badly hurt by that. And uh, he sent me a long goodbye letter. And so that is that. I have no more Adam's oddity. So it is now Eric's oddity on the show on uh, the Insane Asylum. So that adds to the uh, list, the growing list of Eric Zane Show podcast um, dissatisfied customers. You have Adam the Odd is now gone. You have uh, Dean Root is now gone. You have uh, Dean. Uh, that was because of the fight that we got in about the um, visiting my house, and um, that we we did uh, apologize. But I, I, Dean is not no longer part of it. Uh, I think he's. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, we we shook and and made up. We shook hands and made up. But I I seriously think that he is still hates my guts. I'm pretty sure. He still hates me. And that's crazy because I don't hate his. I, I love Dean. Um, Dirk is gone. Also in that list is um, Bleeding Heart Brian. He's out. There's more. Uh, John, uh, what's his name again? John, I, what did I call him? Well, it's John Pulaski. But that's not the name that I called him. I forgot what nickname I had. Anyway, I my point is, I am establishing quite a list of former listeners that could actually uh, be a decent sized audience for another podcast. So I think the idea would be start up a podcast and call it people who hate the Eric Zane show podcast. And, you know, it could be like a, uh, a collective, if you will, of butthurt people who every show uh, another one of the of the group would would lead the show, all right. And then you know you'd talk shit about me, and that that there you go. That you you've got a show there. You got an audience. I think you might even have a couple dozen people in there. I'm forget. I usually the, I forget the names of who hates uh, over time, but you all should think about that. And then what I will do is I will add you to my platform. So that your anti-Zane show will appear on my platform and then the audience that listens to my show will listen to your show. 
Something to think about. I want you to consider an anti-Eric Zane show podcast. We could come up with a clever name. And, you know, I just wanted to get that, get out in front of that because I'm, I'm pretty confident we have enough of an audience right now of angry people that would be a fun, fun fucking show. So something to think about. You guys want to, uh, you know, explore this. I will uh, help you um, with best practices to get the show going uh, appropriately. And then we'll have at it. You know, no hard feelings. It's, It's all in the name of content. If you do something that is worth listening to, I will support you. I will help you because... I know you get hurt and you're sensitive people and you know, I, I'm, I, I don't want you to not have something to do. Okay. A great idea from Corey. He says they should invite free beer and hot wings to be on it as well. Did you hear those two are getting married? Um, uh, Rick from TC paintball sent me a, an engagement announcement and Greg is apparently marrying uh chris that's what i saw because in the picture it was greg and then hot wings wearing a wig so absolutely incredible i am so happy that hot wings has come out as transgendered and that those two are now getting married that is great I'm, I am impressed with the chutzpah to, um, to, to step out like that. Really excellent. Really cool. Awesome. Anyway, I got to take a break. I got to go tinkle. Um, one more thing. Um, wait a minute here. Okay. Yeah. Go to see Top Gun Maverick tonight. I want to help your business. If you have a business, I want to talk about you on this show. Reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. There's racing tonight at Berlin. I'm sorry, racing tomorrow at Berlin. It's the big ARCA race. 20 bucks a pop when you buy the tickets online. I know that's a little bit more than what you're used to, but um, go see the racing uh, tomorrow night at Berlin Raceway. 20 bucks a ticket. Parking is free. Okay. 15 and under free. Bring your cooler full of snacks and soft drinks. No glass, no alcohol. Beers are big and they're just five bucks. Uh, Hot dogs are cheap. Only three bucks. That's the cheapest price at any venue. And you're going to be packed in with about 8,000 other people screaming and yelling. uh, Rubber flying off the road. You're going to love it. Racing starts at 630 uh, on Saturday at Berlin Raceway. Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50, the managed IT service provider for this show. And I want you to bang on their door when you need tech help for your business. Uh, I like to uh, focus on, you sit down with Blue Frost for 30 minutes, get a complimentary consultation. You're going to be like, all of our equipment sucks. And Yeah, I know, Alan says. Uh, this is what you need to make this business hum. You have that meeting, it's complimentary, so that you don't buy too much or too little when you do it yourself. Because if you do it yourself, time is money. That's going to suck. You're going to buy the wrong thing. You're going to hate your life. 
reach out to Blue Frost IT and they'll take care of it. Bosco's Pub is hiring. And let me tell you, uh, this restaurant in Hudsonville, Michigan, um, Doug Furness is the owner. I've known Doug for decades. And um, he is actually cooking every day. And he cannot find someone to take that job. He needs help. All right? Doug's no spring chicken. And now, if you can make a hamburger, you can be a cook at Bosco's Pub. If you have a willingness to learn, you can be a cook at Bosco's Pub. And this is what I mean by this. Even if you go in with no experience and he pays you 15 bucks an hour to start, which he will, you work there for one week and you're going to say, Doug, uh, I need a raise. He's going to give you a raise because he needs help that bad. So what you do is you make yourself a commodity and then you bend him over. All right. He told me off the podcast, but I'm telling you, and he wants me to tell you, that he, he would pay someone 15 to $22 an hour to be a cook at Bosco's Pub. So if you're looking for a part-time job or a full-time job, if you have no experience or plenty of experience, if you have plenty of experience, you're going to start on the high end of that pay scale. Reach out to Doug at Bosco's Pub. And quite literally, if you walk in there today for lunch or any time that they're open and say, Eric Zane sent me, I'm here to be your next cook. You're going to work then, right then and there. This dude needs help, okay? If you want to work, I might even take this fucking job. Go see Doug at Bosco's Pub, all right? You can do this. And you're going to work your ass off, but you're going to get paid for it too quite well. 22 bucks an hour? Are you kidding me? Holy shit. All right. That's what's up. Don't go anywhere. I got to go to the boys' room. He's Benny the Wonder Dog. Benny the Wonder Dog. Benny the One-Eyed Wonder Dog. Yeah! We'll be right back. Be right back. Aram, shut your fucking mouth. Another bathroom break, he writes. You know, you like me, and I like you, but you are one of the most annoying troublemakers on this entire show. He writes another bathroom break. It's the first one. It's the only one I've had today. You're great. I love you, but you are an annoying pest. Make no mistake. You're a pain in the ass. You're a disgrace to Armenians everywhere. Armenians don't bitch. You bitch. All you do is bitch. Oh, one minute late. Shut the fuck up. Motherfucker. What if... I don't know about you, but... um, When I was in school... I don't remember anyone explaining the intricacies of finance. I think there might have been like a uh, economics class or something like that, but it it sucked. And I uh, I pay attention to my kids now and young people now, and 
just the uh, uh, lack of a grasp on how on important things like credit and saving money for retirement and and how your money makes money when you invest it and things like that and and how loans work and interest payments and mortgages and uh, and shit like that is stuff that most young people don't have any idea about. I know I didn't. In fact, well into my uh, adult life, it, it took forever before I finally figured out that, you know, about budgeting and, and other shit like that. Wouldn't it be fantastic if there was um, like kind of like a, a mandatory thing that a state uh, taught young people about all of these important things so that you have a great grasp as to like, let's say you're a person who's 18 years old and doesn't go to college and works a trade. They can immediately start socking away money for when they retire. There is no excuse for anyone in this country to not retire a millionaire. If everyone started saving their money when they were 16, 17, 18 and invested it, by the time they're old, they'd have millions of dollars. And that's no bullshit. No bullshit. If only that were mandated. I think that in the long run, you'd have a wealthier, happier society that could do more good for each other, frankly. I mean, when you have uh, somebody who's uh, old and uh, has a lot of money, they tend to want to give it away. They could help. They could help themselves. If only that were a thing that it was mandated. Oh, it has been. House Bill ST90, or what is it? I'm sorry, I can't read. I need my glasses on. A bipartisan bill has been passed. Updating high school curriculum to include a financial literacy course for the first time. The bill will prepare... Prepare young people for the future and empower them to take control of their finances. I want every kid who graduates to enter the world with a diverse set of skills and knowledge, and that must include financial literacy. This is a bipartisan bill I'm signing. All public school students must take personal finance courses. Young people need to know how to budget, save, and invest their money wisely so they can start young. This is exactly what I just got done talking to, talking about. After high school, whether they start working or going to college or opening a business. This will bolster state education curriculum This is good for young people. Republicans and Democrats agree. Oh, wait a minute. 
wait, hold on a minute. Can any of you guess where this is from? Where does this come from? Well, I, I deliberately kept it out for you. I, I know you all agree with it. This is, this is what's going to... See, some of you right now, some of you right now are like, this is a great fucking idea. This is fucking cool. I like this. This is, this is good shit, man. Back to blue. This is good shit. I like this smart fucking, that's a smart fucking cookie you came up with that one, MAGA. Yesterday, America's hottest governor, Gretchen Whitmer, signed this into law. What do you think about that? Whitmer signs bill updating Michigan curriculum to include financial literacy course in your fucking face. Another reason why she is the greatest governor in the history of the United States. One of many and why she is going to slaughter the field in a matter of months. This hodgepodge uh, uh, a gaggle of degenerate patriots are going to be murdered it's going to be a landslide. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh. This is a great bill. Absolutely fantastic. Another reason why she is the greatest. I'm so glad she's going to win again. I was just seeing that in the great state of Michigan here, they did a poll on who are the top candidates for the Republican nomination. And as I predicted, the tip top of that heap is Ryan Kelly. I knew it. Him getting arrested is huge for those masses that support Republicans, which is a lot of you. You're going to vote for this piece of shit. Right behind him is that other maniac, uh, Liberty Bell ringing son of a bitch, Garrett Saldano, and uh, then Kevin Rinky, who used to own a farm right by where I grew up in Warren. And then the hot chick, Tudor Dixon. I want her to win because she's hot. We need to see these two babes that are absolutely easy on the eyes having a debate if there's the debate with Tudor what's her face I think it's Dixon isn't it Tudor Dixon yeah that's that's where I, that's who you need to vote for Tudor Dixon hot oh my god what a babe are you kidding me look at her she is a stone cold fox Okay. Son of a gun. Wow. Okay, fingers crossed that it's going to be Dixon and uh, Whitmer for the debate. And I'm telling you, man, 
my pants. I will be feverishly pounding my pud on that debate. I'm not even going to listen to it. I'm just going to have the sound down and play porno music. Jesus. All right. Anyway, she's, uh, no one's even paying attention to her. Now there's a huge margin of error, like four or 5% on the thing. And like 50% of the people pulled were undecided, but still that loser, uh, Ryan Kelly, that piece of shit insurrectionist who tried to kill Mike Pence is, uh, is, is leading the charge. All right. Where the fuck was I? Okay, this story. I love this. This uh, headstone in this, uh, I don't even know where this takes place. Some place in Iowa. Some dude died and uh, his last wishes, he wanted to put his, his one thing he did all the time was whenever somebody uh, was annoying him, he'd tell him to fuck off. So this guy is, is uh, him and I are cut from the same cloth. Whenever anyone's annoying him, he says, yeah, fuck off. So um, they, on the tombstone, on one side, they put his name. And on the other side, they, um, uh, like, each sentence starts with the first letter of fuck off. So um, father of the year, uh, undeniably pure. And then uh, whatever word that begins with C, the next line begins with K. And then if you read it from top to bottom, says fuck off on the tombstone and now the cemetery is pissed how about this so this is this is great many have found their final resting place in the warren power cemetery in polk county each tombstone reads something different some even with hidden messages like this one for stephen paul owens his reads forever in our hearts until we meet again cherish memories okay let me back it up you can see it up close memories no ah. Ah. Cherish memories. Shit. God. Hearts. Okay. So you see, there's the F and then until we meet again, I like how they blur it out. And then the, uh, the, the, um, C cherish memories, K known as, <laughs> so it says fuck off top to bottom. And no one who was making the, uh, at the, whatever, the mortuary, whatever the fuck, the guy who makes the tombstone said anything or the few or the. The people that set it up at the cemetery didn't notice. So now it's there in the ground. And uh, <laughs> this is a great prank. Until we meet again, cherish memories known as our son, brother, father, papa, <laughs> uncle, friend, and cousin. If you look a little bit closer at the first letter of each phrase, you'll see the stone reads F off, a phrase Owens' family members share he often said jokingly. It was definitely a, his term of endearment. Um, if he didn't like you, he didn't speak to you. Um, it's just who he was. When John Jamingo and Kenny are laid side by side after they have butt sex, it's going to spell diabetic top to bottom. He was easily riled up. Yeah. And, uh, it was always a kind of a, I don't know, a goal of some sort to get him to Who's do this. Who's this nerd? It's something his family did as a harmless way to remember him, and it's been called into question by the... No, that's not harmless. Those are words and letters, and that hurts people. We all know this. This is a hurtful, devastating thing. We must uh, 
destroy the uh, tombstone, dig up the body, and throw it in the lake. Cemetery. Cemetery staff say they've been against the headstone from the beginning. They say the profanity has no place where loved ones are laid to rest for eternity. Now, the family is hoping they don't have to get rid of the gravestone. While some may find it offensive, the family says that wasn't their intention and they hope others can find humor in it. It's forcing anyone to come out and look at it. Um, that's a choice that you make. Um, we didn't do it to offend anyone, to make mm -hmm. anyone mad, to hurt anyone's feelings. We did it because it was our father and we love him. And mm -hmm. um, that's the way we remember him. Mm -hmm. Wittenbeck Memorial created the tombstone for the family. They, they declined to comment on the issue. James? That is great. So somewhere in Iowa, I wonder if I can get a hold of the um, cemetery here. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Warren Powers Cemetery. Name of that one. been struggling today aha maybe oh, come on people fuck it's the internet how can this be hard oh, shit okay last one no i can't i'm struggling all right i'll save it for the patreon <laughs> Because I don't want to be uh, looking for a phone number right now. I want to keep this moving. All right. That that requires a phone call at some point. Okay. Hey, um, I want to share with you some... Uh, this is really stupid. It is Tom Hanks. My God. This is... I, I could not believe the big deal being made over this one. Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson are uh, walking. There's a bunch of people that are getting selfies and shit like that. Uh, Rita Wilson, she trips a little bit. And Tom Hanks loses his shit about it. And, and now E.T. is covering it like she almost got trampled. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 Stop it. What the off. What are y'all doing? Knock it over my wife. Tom Hanks is coming what? to his wife, Rita Wilson's. Oh my God, is that his wife? Ugh. Defense. She puts up with a lot anyway, so what, what can I do? After fans nearly trample her during. Nearly trample her? What? They're outing in New York City. That's Tom and... Yeah, okay, let's watch her get nearly trampled. Rita leaving a restaurant in Midtown Wednesday night. They're followed by a swarm of people as they head toward their SUV. But at one point, Rita trips after somebody bumps into her from behind. Yeah, that didn't sit well with Tom. I'd say shut up, Forrest Gump. What the fuck? Knock it over my wife. Sorry about that, Tom. But Tom stepping in to protect his wife should come as no surprise. 
because their 34-year marriage is rock solid. Okay, yeah, I don't want to hear another word of this. Almost trampled my ass. Uh, Speaking of getting trampled, thank you to Amanda for sending this. Now, Gene Simmons is not getting trampled here. However, he does have to be helped up. There's a great music, uh, bit of music that accompanies this clip from a Kiss concert. Don't know if it's recent or what, but it might be. I ain't the sharpest tool in okay, it's gonna... Somebody once told me the world is gonna yeah. know me. Yes. I ain't the sharpest tool in Somebody once told me the world. <laughs> Gene. Oh, God. I, I can promise you Ace Fraley is uh is laughing at that. That is sweet. Okay. Hire me on Cameo. I'll make you happy. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Get health insurance from Frank Fuss. Buyinsurancehere.com. 616-914-4070. Uh, you can also reach out to him. Calling him on the phone or texting him. Just mention my name, 616-914-4070 if you uh, are self-employed or the employer does not offer insurance or you are between jobs, you need health care. And so this is how you get it. And um, I want you to give up the notion that I can't afford it. You absolutely can afford it. You just have to have the right person in your corner. That's what Frank does for you. And his services are free. Mention my name. He's also the Medicare Advantage Plan expert. If anybody in your life is getting ready to turn 65 or currently is, they need a Medicare Advantage Plan checkup. Reach out to Frank for that. Already talked about TC Paintball. Good luck this weekend, Rick. Full House Comedy this weekend. Tonight, Norm Nixon Jr. Go to fullhousecomedy.com for showtimes and tickets. Uh, okay, God, this place is a mess. I need to clean this. Uh, your asshole of the day. Yesterday, it was Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, because he killed Schimmel's chicken. <clears throat> Still can't believe I had to do that. Who's the guy that was accused of, or, or that uh, that raped the chick, and now she has to pay uh, child support? John Barnes. John Barnes, the rapist. That is your asshole of the day today. Thank you. Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Call up Jason Mays, jmsynthetics.com. In fact, I got to call Jason again. I called him earlier, and uh, he didn't he didn't pick up, but I, I know he's still in the audience, so um, you, you got to pick up, buddy. I got I to gotta talk to you. We got we to gotta discuss shit about, what, you know, the quicker we take care of this, the quicker you, you won't feel bad about it. Your call has been forwarded oh, to a... come on! I know you're there. What's going on? I don't know. Hopefully you're not part of the audience mutiny. 
All right. That's it. I appreciate the time today, and uh, that is my time on today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. And you all, I'll talk to you on the Patreon. If you are not yet on the Patreon, sign up. Thank you to Chris You for signing back up. I appreciate that, Chris. Uh, if you want to sign up, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. More podcasting each and every day with your 5 or $10 donation. I give you 15 hours of content each and every week. Please consider it. Uh, try it out for one month. See if you like it. If, uh, if you do, you can either let it ride or convert it to a yearly and save 10%. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye-bye.